What's going on, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Search for Consciousness. We got a special, special guest, so stay tuned for that. This is kind of funny. So, episode 10 will feature me. Hopefully, you enjoyed that interview. If you did not get a chance to listen to that interview, go back and listen to episode 10. I'm always, always, always reaching out to guests. And it's funny, for the first time, I was part of the interview process, and that was a lot of fun. So let's just take a second to shout out Rios LCSW. She's a licensed clinical social worker. So thank you for the time and attention that you gave and those wonderful questions. Now, Stay tuned, my brothers and sisters. So I'm really excited to introduce the next guest. He's a big dog in meditation all the way out from California. I uh, luckily got connected to him through my brother, Jim. So let me take another second to shout out Jim. You know who you are. I love you, brother, and I really appreciate working with you. So Jim reached out and said, you know, this young man is incredible. I think you could learn a lot. I think your followers could learn a lot from him. So I reached out and luckily enough, Bajan was willing and able to meet with us. So in a few minutes, you'll listen to his piece. I asked him a lot of questions about meditation. I got into things like, how do you stay awake? How do you deal with disbelief during this process? And it was a lot of fun. Now, that being said, before we get into the discussion, I want to also talk to you guys about some of the interesting things that are happening. So I'll take a quick second just to introduce a new concept. I took a picture today of one of the hoodies that I wear, right? For those of you that have been following me for a while, you know that we're now in season two. And we went from at Mindful Wizard merchandise, right? We upgraded to the mini wizard. So I was wearing a very reflective outfit today on purpose. So I went to take a picture and coincidentally, the picture that I took, I would like to say I caught an early glimpse of what some people call the aura. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy. So I look at the aura and it's pink in nature. I go to do some research and I'm like, what does the pink aura represent? And according to the website that I accessed, they were saying that the pink aura represents love and a caring feminine energy. So I thought that was interesting because that's the energy I try to embody, if you will, in everything that I do. I like to give love and care and concern for my people. And it's very interesting that I took that picture in a bathroom, a school bathroom, where I am the dean of students, which all I do to the best of my ability is provide love and care for those kids. All right, that's enough introduction. Guys, stay tuned. We're going to have a really dope guest in the next few seconds. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 11, season two. And this one features, like I said, the meditation guru, my brother B. John. You can find him at Life with B-E-E-J on Instagram. And another interesting point is I did not know that this person had half a million followers on TikTok. And I'm glad I didn't know that because I may have been intimidated when I questioned him. But that was funny. And I found that out during the conversation that you're about to hear. All right, guys, enough intro. I love you. Stay tuned. Episodes drop every Sunday at four. Holla. What is going on, beautiful people? And welcome to another episode of Search for Consciousness. I got the big homie here today. One of my favorite meditation teachers all the way from the West Side. So let me first of all introduce Bijan. Let me thank you for joining us, brother. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. And it's an honor to speak to you. I've seen a lot of your videos and I want to take a second to shout out my brother, Jim. 
he uh, connected me to you and he said you would be a great advocate for the page. I decided to reach out and thankfully you were committed and open to meeting with me. So, so thank you again. So absolutely. Yes, sir. So guys, you're gonna you're gonna learn a lot from my brother. I try to create at least eight to ten questions that are really gonna cook his noodle in terms of meditation. And I hope we can all just learn a lot from the conversation. All right, my brother. So for my first question, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your mission, and why meditation? Absolutely. So long story short, when I discovered meditation, I really I really experienced the benefits of it like nothing else that I've ever experienced before, right? I just really felt the gift um, of meditation, what it was able to give me, the presence, the peace, the clarity. And to be honest, you know, I just wanted to share that with other people. Ever since I felt that peace inside myself, I, I started to realize, you know, it's not too many people who are feeling this because beforehand I wouldn't really notice that because I was kind of in the place of my mind was taking me this way and that way maybe constant anxiety that kind of thing and so you don't notice that that's kind of the natural state of of the world but once you get out of that and you enter the present moment and you give yourself that gift you see oh you know this is a problem that people are dealing with um, that you could really help with such simple methods and practices so um I started my meditation practice. I saw how much of a gift it was to me. And my mission is really just to share that gift with as many people as possible. Amen. I love that. Similar to myself, I went through a few states of depression and anxiety. I lost my eye. And the only thing that that helped me finally accept my difficulties was meditation. So I appreciate you sharing that. It is a very powerful gift. And I love that we can both discuss it openly. So... You know, my next question is, who's your favorite teacher and why? You know, I like to say, I like to say as cheesy as it sounds, life is my teacher. Every single person I come across um, teaches me something. You know, I learned that no matter how much you may disagree with someone, no matter how it may seem like they don't really know anything, everyone is seeing life through a different window, through a different perception. And if you can truly just listen not even to understand, not, not to respond, but just to listen and be fully there and see where they're coming from. You learn something from every single person that you come across and every single experience that you have. So I have, you know, teachers that I really have learned a lot from, um, you know, Sadhguru is one of them this past year or two that I really learned a lot from. Eckhart Tolle was one of the first ones, um, really great lessons at the end of the day. But as you know, when, when it comes to getting to a deeper level and finding that clarity and peace, you're the teacher, right? You're the only person who can give you the answers that you're looking for. So it's good to to have those teachers like, like the people I mentioned. Um, but at the end of the day, all they can do is point you to yourself, right? Yes, sir. Well said. And, and it's funny because when I talk to my clients, because I see clients, you know, and I teach them meditation after a point, I tell them like, I only want to work with you for a few weeks. After that, it's on you. Like, I taught you the basics, but there's only so much I can help you discover within yourself. So, so thank you for that, brother. Spoken like a true teacher. I knew you was vibing on the, uh, you know, the, the the meditation wave. So I'm glad that we could talk. You got a nice smile, by the way, man. All right, <laughs> all right. Back to business. Uh, so similar to that train of thought, who's or what has been the best meditation book that you have worked with or uncovered? Oof. 
Uh, again, meditate. Uh, you know, it really started probably with the power of now. Mm. That was probably the first book that sparked it. And then, um, you know, call it a meditation book, but it, it just kind of opens your eyes to just presence and the power that that holds. And um, the power of now and, and also this from the same author, A New Earth, are both extremely powerful ways um, to to see meditation, to see the art of presence. And um, yeah, those two books really helped me out a lot. Well said, brother. Well said. So now I'm going to take the conversation. I'm a little interested in you yourself as a person. So this is going to sound like a weird question, but just just trust that I have the best intentions. <laughs> what is the deepest depth you've gotten to specifically in your mind during meditation? Like, like what has been the most spiritual or a moment of epiphany through meditation? If you could share that with us. You know, there's been quite a few. There's been quite a few, and it's it's an interesting question because for me, the goal of meditation is for me not to be there at all, mm. right? So for me not to even experience anything. Um, that's real meditation for me. It's just, yeah, I've had experiences where I've had these these revelations and, and you know, these downloads and, and all this different, you know, the, the light and the the feeling like you're levitating and all that great stuff. It's all the blissfulness. But I think at the end of the day, um, not only does that take away from meditation, because that's, you know, giving yourself some kind of expectation to get to when you're meditating. But I think the most beautiful experience and what, what people should do is, is sit down with no expectation and just try to, um, to lose yourself, right? To You said, what's the deepest you've gone in the mind? losing my mind completely right just mm. it, the mind not being there at all i think that's the goal and that's the most beautiful place to be i love that i love that because when i try to explain the zero state of consciousness there is no i right so i tell people all the time meditation is powerful but it has to be different from manifestation meditation is zero state manifestation is still thinking so i think i think that's an important distinguish um you know it's important to distinguish that so thank you what quote do you currently resonate with or what motto is is reflective of your current life there's two there's two that i've been living by for for a little while um the first one was was said by alan watts he said the real secret of life is to be completely immersed in what you're doing in the here and now and instead of calling it work realize it's play I love that quote for so many reasons. Um, but the second one was said by Sadhguru. He said, stop trying to fix everything around you. Fix yourself in such a way that whatever happens, you'll be fine. I think both of those quotes are, are very powerful to live by. Yes, sir. And I, and I appreciate you sharing those. Those You had those ready, my brother. I like that. And, and guys, by the way, I want to take a second just to let you know that he had no prior training with these questions. We just threw them out there. Uh, this is coming from the soul. This is not coming from any books that surround him, even though I know that you live the information, but I like that you don't have to reference it. So that's just another point I want to make, guys. This becomes part of the lifestyle and it reflects in everything that you do. So so thank you for those answers, Bijan. All right. So let me ask you a few more. We'll go. We're on fire. So I'm just curious. Um, 
what advice would you have for both beginners and the naysayers during meditation? I would say um, don't believe anyone. Don't disbelieve anyone. Find out for yourself what works and what doesn't. Mm. Right? Go into the practice. Try different things. Try breath awareness. Try, you know, different focuses. Whatever you want to do, just try things. Try things on your own. Um, and realize that, you know, everything you need is inside of you. You know, no one can tell you what you need to know. You know everything you need to know. Uh, for beginners, I would say stick with it because in the beginning, it's a very tough, it's one of the toughest things to do because your mind is constantly going to tell you that you're wasting your time, that you shouldn't be sitting here doing nothing, that you have better things to do. One of the hardest things to do, I'm sure you relate with, is getting people past their mind, getting past the, the logical thinking that's constantly convincing them to go do something. So I would say, yeah, thoughts are going to come up and it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to feel like you're wasting your time, but get past that. Because once you do, you're going to find how powerful and how much everything is going to shift because of you doing nothing. You know, the once you feel that state of presence with your mind just so quiet and so calm that you notice all these things that are happening around you that have been happening the whole time but once you actually notice it and experience it it's the most addictive feeling in the world presence is the most addictive drug in the world right and i think it's just it takes a little bit of time to get there you know you always hear you know be present be in the moment but that's so silly because that's like telling someone who's never picked up a guitar hey play me a song on the guitar you, you have no one's been taught how to be present so give yourself time give yourself patience understand that it's a journey and that it's not going to be easy at first and um, just have faith in yourself and again don't believe it from anyone else believe it from your own experience well said brother well said and i agree like even for myself i've been meditating for years but there's times where the noise in my head is still so active that it's difficult to get into those those places that you describe, like the nirvanas, if you will, the zero state, whatever you want to call it, the super present, the uh, beyond thought, right, to use Tony's words. So I appreciate you for even just describing what that feels like. I think the Zen scholars call that first moment Satori, right, your first awakening. So, so thank you for sharing that, guys. If you have not had your first awakening, stay tuned. This will happen take your time enjoy the ride so what's your actual meditation routine like if you could share that with us sure so how i start is just breath awareness um very similar to the zen style of zazen just really focusing the mind um one one pointed focus right so i start with breath awareness and i do that for a few minutes until everything is just very quiet and I'm very focused on the breath and then I start to go in between the breaths the space between the breaths and I do that for a little while and then I just kind of stop and the thoughts stop and then I just sit there and do absolutely nothing for probably 20 25 minutes incredible thank you for sharing that so this is a personal question that I have because I still struggle with this right there's times where I am in I guess absolute zen mode but i can almost fall asleep can you give us some advice for not falling asleep during those prolonged periods of meditation yeah sit 
upright. Uh, make sure your spine is straight. Don't lay down on a bed. Don't lay down on a chair with your back against a chair. Train yourself, even though it's hard. This was a very difficult thing for me to start is, is sitting upright and, you know, on the ground or on a cushion or whatever. But it's very helpful with that problem because, yeah, if you're laying down and you get in the meditative state, you're going to fall asleep. Same thing if you're sitting on a chair or a cushion, very high likelihood of falling asleep. So find a cushion, find a pillow, sit on the ground if it's comfortable and um, sit upright and you shouldn't have a problem with that. If you do fall asleep, you know, you have the little airplane moment where you go down like that and you'll wake yourself up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, this this is coming from personal experience because, like, trust me, I've been there, man. I've been there. There's there's days where, you know, probably like yourself, we've had a rough day. We're exhausted. We don't even know we're that tired. We get tranquil in that state. We end up falling asleep. So I appreciate you sharing that. So I'm going to ask you a few more questions. I love where this is going. Um, thank you for sharing your routine. I think that's very important. I think people will learn a lot from that. You know, it, it sounds simple, guys, but it's not. And um, and just thank you again for sharing your expertise. So, <clears throat> do you personally use gems, crystals, stones to aid you in meditation? I'm just curious. I do not. I do not. I have, I have some that are, were all gifted to me, um, but... I have never gotten really too into it. And that's not for me not believing it, because um, I do believe that, you know, crystals and gems and, and all that does, they really do assist. They all, you know, they are powerful tools to help. For me personally, though, I just haven't really given the energy and time to educate myself on what those powers are. Um, as you know, there's a lot of information online, a lot of people telling you different things. And for me, I just didn't want to get lost in that you know, wormhole. So I just never went down it. Um, but it's something I'm definitely, you know, slowly teaching myself about and, and giving myself some knowledge of, because I do think it does have power. It does have merit. Well said brother. And, and I appreciate you saying that just, just from your answers, I already know that you are really into this lifestyle because it does get convoluted where it becomes, is this secular? Is this religious? Is this witchcraft? And we get trapped into like this I would say shell of just information. And and I like what you said because if you listen to your own soul, your own spirit, you're guided by your intuition, not by what 50 people on Instagram are telling you to do. So definitely thank you. Quick little side note. I was very scared of gems myself until I started learning about them myself as opposed to being told. So, so thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Seems like you're vibrating on your own authenticity. So I love that. All right, so I'll ask you a few more just because I'm really interested in your answers and I think I'm learning a lot. So I think I know your answer, but I'm just curious. What's your views on the law of attraction? Do you use it? Is it a part of you? Just just what are your views? Oh, we all use it. You know, we all use it. Some of us consciously, some of us not, right? Law of attraction for me is just, you know we live in a mirroring universe and the world that we create on the inside is the world that we create on the outside. Um, and I do obviously believe in it 100%. Um, do I use it? Yeah, I use it. Con like I said, we all use it. Some of us consciously, some of us not. I do have certain visions and certain things that um, I'm passionate about that I want to get done. But I think it's important to, like you know, the law of attraction is one of those one of those areas that have, has been very convoluted and, and almost 
um, corrupted in a way that people think they can print out a picture of a mansion and put it on their wall and look at it for five minutes a day. And, you know, but faith without works is dead, right? You have to, you have to have that vision and then you have to bring all of your awareness into what you're doing in this moment to move you towards that direction, right? Because everything else is wasted energy. The future and your dream is not created by how much you look at a vision board. It's not, it's not created by how much you think about the future. It's created by what you do in this moment to move you in that direction. And everything is manifested from this present moment, right? So if we can, that's, that's the power of, of meditation is it brings you to the present and you stop wasting all the energy on what happened yesterday and what might happen tomorrow. And you just focus on what can I do right now to move myself in the direction that I want to move myself in. And I think that's the power of the law of attraction and manifestation is it all comes from the present moment. Well said, brother. Thank you for that. So my next question, this one's a little intrusive, so I apologize. But what are your thoughts on psychedelics and using them to obtain a state of higher consciousness? Sure. Psychedelics are a tool. Um, they're a tool. It's like there's a comparison that I heard. It's like a looking into a microscope, right? You can look into a microscope and see things clearly that you may have not been able to see before. But you don't want to look through life, look at life through a microscope 24/7, right? Which I think is a trap that a lot of people get caught up in is that they find this experience, this altered level of consciousness, and they just want to stay there. So they keep taking these, you know, plant medicines to get them to that level, but it's always temporary. Mm-hmm. For me, I think I look at psychedelics as a window uh, to inspire you to get to that place naturally, right? I think you can definitely learn a lot and you can definitely take a lot from those experiences into your everyday life but you can see it as you're you're looking out into what's possible every every psychedelic experience this is my belief can be achieved through pure meditation naturally so i think that should be the goal if someone is ready and and educated and is in a good environment and you know knows 100 what they're doing and what they're getting into um, i think it's a great tool i think it's something to be very careful of um, to to use with caution if it is used but to understand that all those states are temporary and you can just use that as a tool to bring back to your to your natural life. Well said, brother. I agree. I actually call it a spiritual cheat code. Sorry to anyone that's out there listening. It's just like he said, what's the point of using a substance that once it gets taken away, you can no longer, I guess, get there on your own. So I agree with you. I appreciate you for saying that. I appreciate you for being vulnerable and truthful. I love where this is going. So if I may, can I sneak in another five minutes of your time? Absolutely. All right, let's get it. All right. My next question. Have you been through anything during meditation that may have scared you away from pursuing your higher goals or just like energy, whatever you want to call it, just anything that could have been detrimental in that moment? Yeah, I think I think especially when you're just getting started, um, a lot of thoughts and feelings come up that aren't really desirable, things you learn about yourself. And I definitely went through that, um, you know, self-image and, and ego and all that kind of thing. It's scary and you don't really want to have to deal with that. Um, but I think everyone deals with that. Everyone goes through that, especially in the beginning. And it does, I have talked to a lot of people that it's scared away, but I kind of had a understanding that it's just part of the journey. And, you know, once you get through that, you, you transcend whatever, 
it was that it was scary and you just you keep going higher right so i think it's something that shouldn't scare you away it should inspire you that you're doing something right and you should keep on going oh, thank you for that brother so also i want to take a second just to, to note that you have a lot of followers on instagram would you uh be able to tell us how you obtained all those followers like i want to know what the what the mission looked like and, and how to get to this point so fast yeah um to be honest i started my tiktok it was my tiktok uh, i made started making videos last year on there and that's the account that really got a lot of traction so i'm at i think over half a million followers on there and it's just a portion of them you know they see my content and they they resonate with it and then they come over to instagram so instagram i i really only started posting regularly maybe two or three weeks ago um before that it was kind of just every now and then whenever i felt like it but you know, I, I realize that there's people on there that maybe aren't on TikTok that could use the message, right? So uh, it's 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 just like a, you you never know what's gonna happen, right? A big account uh, saw one of my TikToks, big account on Instagram saw one of my TikToks and posted it on there, and then that sparked a huge um, like shift in my Instagram growth. It gave me a lot of momentum, and since then, you know, I make a video that I think will do good on their account. I send it to them. They post it, it does more. And so you just, and all that came just organically from me being myself and from just sharing my authentic, you know, message and what I believe in, not trying to be anyone else. And then I think good things just always come from that. Well said, brother. Yeah, because I, I study your messages and I'm like, this guy's dropping the heat. So, you know, I want to know where he got all his wisdom from. All right, my brother, thank you again. Uh, much success, much congratulations. I want to sneak in two more. I want to know. I'm interested in how you would answer this. How did you become so woke? W-O-K-E. How did you become so woke? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I never, I don't really consider myself as woke, um, you know, but I think from a young age, I was, I was, you know, just paying attention, mm. aware. Um, from a young age, I kind of saw that people weren't happy um, adults mainly I would look at you know my teachers and the people around me and I would I would just wonder why isn't anyone happy you know and for a while you know through high school and a little bit of college I thought that you know financial freedom would be the answer to that so I, I worked three jobs started a business did all these things while I was in school and then then I had some experiences interacting with some billionaires and celebrities and I looked at them and saw these people aren't happy either. So then, so now what? So you just keep, you know, paying attention to the trends and 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 where people are at and what really matters. And I think the more time you spend in silence, the more time you spend with yourself and not listening to the million voices that are constantly coming in, the more you realize, the more woke you are, right? It's just listening to yourself and listening to the messages that are there, but most people can't hear them because of the chatter of their mind that comes from all the external right that was beautiful brother so so look i just got your definition of woke right just listening intently i would say that it's awareness and authenticity paying attention yep yes sir so so big thank you from the mindful wizard family last question for the road what's next for you where are you going and, and just just how can we learn about you and stay in touch with you yeah, so right now I'm in a transition period. I'm working on a lot of different projects right now. One of my main projects I'm working on is a book um, to help with these teachings, to give practices to people, kind of simplify the unknown, 
right, of, of meditation and mindfulness and spirituality. Um, that's a project that I'm really excited about starting. And I'm also trying to start a community, um, nonprofit organization to help spread the message even more, right, with, with classes and, and um, you know, resources for everyone to use, whether, you know, people are in prison, whether they're in retirement homes, whether they're in school, you know, just to spread the message and spread the awareness um, to as many people as possible. So those are those are two big projects that I'm working on right now. And in the meantime, I'm I'm putting stuff out on my social media as my Instagram and TikTok. Mainly, um, my handles on there are Life with Beej B E E J. Um, putting stuff out there to help as much as I can. And and yeah. Amen, brother. And we support you from here. Hopefully, we can uh, join forces one way or sometime down the line and i'll continue to support you guys let's just take a second to shout out the one and only b john it's been a pleasure talking to you brother i learned a lot i hope you guys learned a lot and if you want to reach him on instagram and or tiktok it's life with b-e-e-j is that correct my brother yes sir any last minute thoughts for the road no sir i appreciate you having me on i really enjoyed this it was fun brother thank you again i i can't wait to work with you in the future guys thank you episodes dropping every sunday at four stay tuned i love you all mindfully amen holla